All right, I got a super important question for you. All right, so let's say you're taking a nice lady to a five-star restaurant. So like you made the reservations and everything, you go to pick her up and and she's she causes both of y'all to be late. <laughs> so with that, you miss the reservation and you have to go to the Cheesecake Factory. You know, that's the backup plan. I've never been to Cheesecake Factory, but believe me, I, oh. I'm going to destroy, destroy some cheesecakes, so I will be there one day. But you take it to the Cheesecake Factory. Not only does she not want to get out of the car, but she goes to Instagram to, to try to show you up. What are you doing in this situation? I woke up Chris Breezy. Wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. That was jokes. That was jokes. Uh, that, that's not what I'm doing. Um, But what, what I am doing is, okay, you don't want to, uh, you want to do any of these plans? And you sent me back uh, a few hours. You know what? That's cool. You still getting out this car. You still getting out this car. Find your way back home. <laughs> You see, you see, the dude in the video is much better than me because I'm like you because we both are like with time where it's like, don't cause me to be late to something because I'm going to be mad. But you see, he offered to take her home. I would have dropped her off at McDonald's and been like, get out, get yourself a happy meal and then get an Uber home because I'm not dealing with that. See, You're not about to cause me to be late. Then try to show me up. See, and you better than me because you taking her to McDonald's. I'm taking her literally. No, I'm taking her to the dearest Waffle House and then dropping her off. <laughs> and I'm gonna make sure it's the farthest one from her house. Yes, big uh, no tip from there. No tips for the ride. None. <laughs> so figure it out. Yes. Yeah, so Blurred City's battle against something will continue. Um, we are here for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this goes for both parties. If someone. <laughs> believes that you are cheap for a date they don't like you and they're not in it for the right reasons there is such a thing as being cheap but if it's your first date and they think they're too good for it they need to relax any other thoughts Mitch? all i have to say is uh cheesecake factory is not a cheap is not cheap at all uh and if you think you above the cheesecake factory firstly check your privilege secondly uh to the woman in the video, you look like you could could eat about uh the <laughs> cheesecakes, but uh, Angel! but but that's neither here nor there. Um, come come at me in the comments. I am a rogue Jedi, but uh, the wait, body shaming community is now against us. We were good guys for a second. Nah, nah, she did it to herself. She did it to herself. The anti sipping is in full swing and I've gone back to the dark side. I've gone back to my ways temporarily. Yes. Uh, like a certain uh, character named Peter Parker. <laughs> yes. And I love that you mentioned that. So I'm Demetrius. And I'm Demetrius. And Meet to Meets presents the Blurred City Podcast. All right. So again, no simping will be allowed on this podcast anymore. Uh, so with that, last week we had our uh, Spider-Man character study review of Peter Parker, OG Spider-Man. That was in honor of our, you know, Spider-Man PS5 number two coming out. So obviously we had to give love to that. I think by the time that you're hearing this podcast, we might be done with it. 
just point of order, we are recording it the Tuesday before that game drops, just because we wanted to give ourselves as much time as possible to play in. So with that, we are going to do a special episode. Um, we're going to dive into just the apocalypse, trying to survive a guy. This is going to be a freestyle, um, just because we're both horror fanatics and we kind of want to get in our bags. So with that, we need to get into a legal spiegel. The purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All sources we reference are owned by their respective companies and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and reflect no biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised. All right, so let's get it. Let's get into what's hot. All right, you you know what time it is. Firstly, let's start with anime. Good heavens, because Jujutsu J- Jump Jutsu Kaisen. I'm I'm just leaving it at that. Uh, Tokyo Jump Revengers. You already know the deal. One Piece Wano's finally over, so we we out here. We're getting ready for the next arc. Uh, that's about to happen, which is happening concurrently in the manga. And then and then we also have ourselves. A little known anime that I just started. Uh, it's called The Kingdom of Ruin. It's currently two episodes out right now. Uh, in fact, by the time you're hearing it, it might be three. But uh, essentially, the story, it's 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 pretty. It's basically the anime version of Castlevania. Ooh. So, you know, main character basically gets uh, sealed up for being too powerful. The, the wife who keeps advocating for him and was the main the main reason he was on the good side gets uh get gets sent to the heavenly father and hubby finds out oh lord and I'm gonna leave the rest to you because you know what's gonna happen after that John Wick uh is is he the main character or is there like uh tertiary like main characters as well oh nah it's focused on him oh jeez R.I.P. He he already caused like he he already caused major damage in the first episode. I'm not even gonna hold you. I was like, oh, I need I, this I, show. I hear you. So so yeah, just just go ahead and put that one on your list. Um, and yeah, uh, also in terms of just animation and whatnot, here's some news for you. Uh, Dragon Ball Daima, or as some people like to call it Dragon Ball GT, but canon? Question mark. Uh. It's a new web series that's about to come out uh, at some point, and well, actually in twenty twenty four. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's basically essentially every single character becomes kids again. Um, and if you remember, uh, so we know Goku how he is as a child, but we all forget one thing: what was Gohan like as a kid? Yeah. But is is this the return of a uh, of Mister Father Son Kamehameha? Super Saiyan 2, Glory Days, Gohan? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, Depends on where we are in canon. <laughs> yep. Heck, he might already been beast. But uh, but yeah, and then also in other news, uh, they just released screenshots for the Avatar The Last Airbender uh, Netflix live action series and just showed us basically the Fire Nation. And what I got to say is that uh, they, they did good with the casting. They, get, they did good with the casting. Um... Uh, of course you get a lot of asian influence with the fire nation and seeing see my seeing the goat uh iroh in live action i'm i'm kind of here for it i just need to i just need to hear them i just need to hear them i just need to see the effects i'm uh, glad this is the first ever live action of the last airbender uh avatar series you know right right <laughs> it, it was crazy that there hadn't been any adaptation beforehand <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. And then also they just announced that they're actually going to be reanimating Yu Yu Hakusho. Ooh. Yes. Yes. The, the One of the goats from our childhood, or as I like to call it, the old <laughs> big three, the, the OG big three. As we know, Dragon Ball, Yu Yu Hakusho, and Sailor Moon, uh, that that was the big three of our day, and so now it's getting basically the 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 Naruto treatment of getting reanimated with updated graphics and everything. Uh, whoever the animation studio for that is, I'm sorry in advance because yo, ch- you ain't seeing none of your kids ever again. Um, and then, but yeah, I'm super excited about that. And also, we got ourselves uh, Attack on Titan, the final part to the final episode, to the final season, to the final uh, episode, to the final chapter of the final season of the final part. Uh, yeah, so it's it's finally back. Well, it's going to be back in a, in a month, and we'll be here for it. All right. Now now that I said all of that, I'm just going to speed run through the rest. Comics. We got ourselves, uh, of course, Milestone Media, staying goaded. Midnight Comics, stay goaded. Uh, we got ourselves, uh, well, Spider-Man. Uh, we just gonna keep moving. We got ourselves uh, <laughs> King Spawn, stay goaded. KLC Press, stay goaded. Oh, also, speaking of Spawn, he's now in Call of Duty. <laughs> yes, sir. He's in, he's in Warzone now. And then also speaking, and then that gives us a perfect transition to video games because they just released the Omni-Man trailer for MK1 and just know that once he drops, I will have finished Spider-Man PS2 100% by the end. And I will be, I'll be sending people into trains. <laughs> I'm sending people into trains. There is no if, ands, or buts. I'm making them think. <laughs> think up, think. And then speaking of Spider-Man 2, they, uh, I've also seen some more, uh, some leaked images of, of the costumes. Well, I mean, at this time you would have already played it by the time people hear it. Yeah, by the time people hear it. But uh, as I said, at the time of recording, I, I seen some of the costumes and I'm just saying, Y'all ain't ready. We getting them all. I, I, I saw my goat, okay? That's all you need to know. I saw my goat. And speaking of my goat, he is back uh, in the comics. So, so yeah, and that's, and that's all I got to say about that. Take it away. All right, speed running it through. Funny that you mentioned Castlevania. Just to mention Castlevania Nocturne, I will be starting that up uh, very soon. Just was finishing up an anime, so I was watching about someone. Rising of the Shield Hero Season 3. I watched episode two today. I almost slipped back into my simping ways. It, it was very close. There was an orca involved and it kind of like touched on stuff. So we don't need to get into depth with it, but we're going to keep moving forward. Uh, so again, again. <laughs> I thought we passed this, man. I thought we would pass this. I'm good. I'm good. So having uh, Chucky season three on you. That's also one. We have Undead Unluck. Speaking of Omni-Man, Invincible Season 2 dropped its full trailer. Lord have mercy. Y'all ain't ready. We're not. We are not. Um, Loki Season 2 is going crazy. Um, by the time this stops, uh, drops, Killers of the Flower Moon, the new Martin Scorsese joint, will drop. Silent Hill Ascension trailer also dropped. So I believe that basically covers that. So anything else or we can jump into it? Gen 5, just going, oh. just going stupid. Yes. Just going through that. I can't wait till the boys comes back about season four. I'm just, I'm not ready. Uh, Amazon, boy, just keep, just keep, keep it going. Yeah, there's a reason I pay like 
X amount of dollars uh, annually. Yes, we need the actor strike to end. Yes. So now let's go ahead and get on to our main topic. All right. So for this one, we wanted to, again, get into our Halloween bag. You know, we were, you know, giving to others uh, just with comic book writers slash manga writers, um, friends and just new people that we met as well, which was really cool doing those two interviews. Got a lot of great feedback. Definitely want to do more. Definitely want to keep improving. Just like different spaces of the nerd kingdom going so then last week with our spider-man you know spider-man 2 game of the year downloading as we speak no it's already downloaded for both of us we're just watching the countdown uh but now we can get into halloween so with this you know last year if you want to watch listen or watch those episodes we kind of talked about you know our favorite halloween characters did a breakdown of it did battle royale of it but for this one blurred city has to survive the apocalypse all right yep you know you know what time it is uh we always have to make sure that we gotta be ready so don't we don't have to get ready you know what i'm saying so blurred city nation we uh the apocalypse has finally come um we've already hit the we already hit the emergency signal um so to all the denizens just just get out with your lives uh but fortunately we do have a backup plan for y'all just listen to what we have to say about that. Yeah, so for this, it's going to be kind of a freestyle episode, honestly. So I don't know the direction we're going to go. Meech doesn't really know the direction we're going to go, but it's going to be fun. Uh, so the main thing is how long the question to ask is how long can we last in an apocalypse? Uh, so with all these questions kind of listed in our rundown, we're just going to talk it through kind of piece by piece, get to where we want to go to keep you alive as long as possible. Big important thing to know there is no in this in these scenarios pre-apocalypse bunker. We're going to assume everyone is normal uh minded in a sense. You can have a stockhold of stuff, um, you know, but you can't have a bunker that you're gonna be good for a year, you know. So <laughs> that's important. Take the fun, right? This really great. We're trying to we're trying to help as many people as possible. This is not 10 Cloverfield Lane. Screw the people. What have people <laughs> ever done for me? Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> the hill turn continues all right so we're gonna go ahead and get started with this we're gonna start with the first and uh, first important day day zero let's start with what in the world kind of apocalypse are we facing what 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 are we what are we about to get hit with so i'm thinking that a i don't want to do like natural disaster apocalypse because it's kind of like there's nothing you can do about it uh, you know, like a meteor hitting the earth, like uh, what's that? Greenland, I believe is the name of the movie. Armor like No, there's like one that's called Greenland with uh Gerald Butler in it, and it's like a earth destroying meteor hits the earth and then they have to get to a bunker for survival. But okay. um yeah, like Armageddon, day after tomorrow, uh twenty twelve. There's not really much you can do. <laughs> just just pray <laughs> so, <laughs> for the rapture. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just surviving that. Uh well, I guess uh, another one that we have like in contention, I would say the zombie apocalypse, but uh, I think at this point it's so ingrained in our popular culture, especially as uh, fellow Texas boys and with our laws, you know, which one (laughs) there's a certain amendment that, uh, that pretty much procures that we survive that. 
As a matter of fact, the fact that uh, Call of Duty is basically uh, made it so that we are trained immediately in it and we all know what to hit. It's literally the first body to come out of the ground. It's immediately getting put back in the ground. We are, yes. So the zombie apocalypse, I'm not even going to say the zombie apocalypse because we just we just making it. Okay, that's interesting because I was definitely leading. So alien, we can either do alien apocalypse or like some kind of bacterial type. I mean, like Last of Us is essentially zombies, but either like alien or like some kind of uh, a quiet place type. Well, that's an alien, but mm-hmm. a quiet place type, you know, apocalypse. Essentially, like we have to go up against something that is an op is what I'm thinking. Oh, 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 yeah. If if we're doing that, yeah. Alien invasion e- e- or alien apocalypse. Or heck, even like, uh, okay, so I'm trying to remember what this movie was called, but there was like one where essentially just, oh, the ba- oh, the descent, but basically all the subterraneans just decided to rise up. Oh, maybe even um, like right, Planet of the Apes type thing, where something like in our uh ecosystem transforms into something else. Could do that. Uh, so yeah, like that, that's a pretty great one. Uh, so I was thinking like. So one of the ones that I was also thinking of, the nuclear apocalypse, a.k.a. Fallout. That's a good one. That's a good one, because I think it yeah. kind of helps with what we're trying to do. Yeah, it, it helps with the with the the op one, because it can simultaneously, simultaneously do two things. Actually, three things. Mm-hmm. One, create the ops in the first place. Mm-hmm. Two decimate most of humanity by itself uh-huh. three decimate most of the resources and, and limit resources yeah and four it just how do we stop it you can't unless yeah unless you were like a politician <laughs> they probably caused it <laughs> that's so what i'm talking about that today so i like that so like a human-made apocalypse kind of going in the mad max realm of things so yeah. You know what the tough part is? We live in Houston. There's no way Houston isn't getting hit by that. Uh, <laughs> we kind of screwed. Yeah, because we're, we're basically the New York of the South at this point. Like, we're, we're yeah. a huge melting pot. Yes, Dallas people relax. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chill out. Chill out with that. So, um, so yeah, unfortunately, we, we are kind of boned, but... uh. Let's just say, let's just say in, let's just say like in the event, like they somehow missed us. Yes. And they hit Dallas. <laughs> they hit Dallas by accident. And we yes. get hit with the fallout. Uh-huh. That, that can be like where, where we just like, oh, dang. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go with that. All right. So the. The apocalypse starts when something or someone decides to hit the hit the button, nukes sent everywhere, and then it and it hits all the major cities and somehow hit Dallas instead of Houston. Because apparently they are America's uh city, so they so apparently whoever did it said, Oh yeah, it's Dallas better than Houston. It was a clerical error. Yes, it was a clerical error. They they hit the wrong one, and and now we're now we're here. So first thing I'm doing in this scenario is that I kind of have to get out of Houston because I feel like 
like in this like if it was like a, a zombie or alien thing i could be like okay you know we've survived the initial but with this one i feel like okay you know closer to devil man crybaby where it's like the entire everything's gonna get hit so like they're gonna be like oh we missed but let's get them back but yeah mm, okay yeah you're right i'm at least to like katie or like sugarland or something like that oh yeah no, i'm well, I'm already on the outskirts anyway, so I'm just going to go up to the woodlands. I'm just no, I'm just traveling straight up. Like I, I don't care how far I'm. It's like all right, we already do that. And do all right. So the next question is, do you should we contact any friends or family? Ooh, I mm, dang it. See, this answer changed two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> So, so with that, or I guess three weeks when this podcast drops, but see, if we were like in a zombie kind of thing, I'd be like, yo, you got like a week to reach out to whoever you need to reach out to. But all of my family lives on the East coast. There's no, in this scenario, maybe I can reach them. I think it will be early enough to the point where, um, I can get, I can travel there without like, you know, the barricades. If we're talking about like day one or yeah. day zero, I can get there in time before like the barricades drop. But the problem is, here's the thing. They live in Georgia. We live in Texas. I have to go through Louisiana. Yeah, it is already done for. Mississippi. Done for. Alabama. Gone. The panhandle of Florida. Yeah, you, you, yeah, no, nah, it's rap. Not going you. through the the yeehaw states and an apocalypse. They gonna get me up out of it. Nah, you, you already got taken out. That's crazy. So I think I'll be here. I'll have to be. I'll have to be located here. But I will reach out to be like, hey, you know, checking on stuff and everything like that. But in these types of scenarios, I always assume that if you're going to survive, you have to essentially assume that your whole family is gone. In order to survive, unless you live in like the same city. Dang, you're a better man than me. <laughs> I would. You're close with your family, though. That's the thing. Yeah, like physically closer. Um, so depending, like I'm maybe like a ten minute drive to mm -hmm. to the nearest family member. I could swing by there along the route, mm -hmm. or I can use that ten minutes productively and getting myself out of dodge and i guess the one benefit of this kind of fallout compared to like say an alien or particularly a zombie one is that you can actually go gather resources without like obviously there's going to be like civil unrest but you can get your resources without having to be like oh someone's going to bite me and i'm going to change you know in this scenario you kind of have to just be able to handle your own Let's say it went, when it comes down, when those first things drop, I, I'm already I'm already said I already got my stuff. All right. All right. So with this, are you trying to go to a populated city or an isolated? Heck no, we are not going to no no populated city. You want to know why? Why? There are there are two reasons. One, people are probably going to have herd mentality thinking the same thing that I probably would, which is. All right, we congregating in the next place. That means extra bodies, meaning rogue agents to potentially stab me in the back, or and less resources to go around. Ooh. Now, if I go to a more isolated place, resources may be it may be higher 
It may be the same. It may even be lower. That's just a flip of the coin, uh, depending on where in the world I go. But it's, in my opinion, much better off because I don't have to worry about other people. Yes, but hear me out in this scenario. If you're in an isolated place, I get that. But what if you run into a situation where, say, Negan, example, where it's like this person is collecting land resources and stuff. And it's just you, whoever you got with you, like, I'm going to say like two, three people. And it's like they come with an army, essentially. And you're in this isolated scenario. Ye Bombay. (laughs) Ye Bombay. Ye Bombay. You got to teach your your man's how to squabble. Yes. Look, if you're with me, you have to know how to defend yourself and know how to survive. Because if you don't, you out, you out the pack, my boy. I'm sorry. It's wraps. Okay. So we, we talked about this in one of the episodes, I believe last Halloween or one of the earlier Halloween episodes uh, last year, but who in this scenario, since we're going through it, who are you bringing with you? Not who you kind of like want to, but like, who are you bringing with you? Ooh. I mean, that's it's gonna be a rough one. <laughs> I'm gonna ruffle a lot of a lot of familial uh, feathers here, but I'm pretty sure like not all of them listen to this podcast. My sister, listen, I love you, I love you, I really do. You're slowly becoming a liability. She was in your squad. We talked about it. Look, some things have changed. Things have changed in life. Not locked in. She she not locked in anymore. I'm sorry. She become a liability. Now my dad, however, he he's still he's still solid. I just gotta take into account his age and and whatnot. But his his police expertise is 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 enough for me to be like, yeah, no, nah, you can you still squabble and scrap. Okay. Um, now, <laughs> whoo! All right, next thing, next person. I will literally just text you once. I will just tell you, like, listen, you know what's popping off. You know where I'm going. Either I see you or I don't. I ain't coming to get you. I like that you said that. I like that you said that. I'm not coming to get you. It's like, I'm not coming to get you. That's the one mistake in every movie. Exactly. I'm not coming to get you. So I'm just trusting that you are as locked in as I am. I roll out. Are you setting a deadline? The deadline is, okay, I'm going to give you like two days max. Okay. Two days max. If I don't see you at the checkpoint, I'm gone. Cause I, That's I reasonable. Yeah, I can't be I can't be hanging around. Because I feel like the grid will go off like after a week or like maybe three days or so. So that's like a reasonable timeline, you know, GPS and all that. Like if you want to grab a map from a place, good luck. Psh, man. Who said I need to grab a map from someplace? I, I'm talking about other person. I'm talking about other people. Oh yeah, yeah. For other people, like yeah, it's raps for y'all. But me, I I got a phone book. I got I got things on me. Uh, because I'm prepped for this. You know what I'm saying? But but yeah. So my dad, I'm I'm still debating on my sister. Like if she if she gets into a scenario where like she's locked back in and she proves that she's locked in, I right, you you can roll with me. Uh, you. As I said, you are already locked in. Meet me at the checkpoint. If I don't see you, I'm gone. All right. And you know what it is. I expect nothing less. Exactly. So, and then finally, there's only uh, one person. 
but fortunately they don't live here so uh good luck <laughs> we just rolling two and two or three so knowing your uh family situation there are two people that she left off <laughs> uh, listen both of them are extra liabilities and you want to know how they're extra liabilities one of them super old which means like it was listen raps. listen it was it was just raps listen it was it was just not meant to be <laughs> i love you but this is your time and then the uh you're just an extra mouth to feed and then the other one <laughs> pure liability like when i say like my sister's kind of a half liability no 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 the other one is a full liability and i can't I know she gonna chew my try to chew my head off for it. Nah, see none none of society is gonna work. None of societal roles, no general nothing works with me anymore. As soon as that first thing hits, I'm in pure survival mode. My brain has been rewired. I'm locked in. I am the Batman of Zurinar. I am somebody else. I don't know you anymore. <laughs> And then, so as much as I love you, you got to go take yeah. care of the older one. And if you make it, if I hear word that you are somehow still, y'all are still not still alive, find me. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Uh, yeah. Only person I'm trying to link up with you, maybe Dejan Cajun. Um, cause I feel like he'll be locked in and then like, again, my answer changed, but if I'm being very honest, dang, dang, they're a spy, so I'm not going to go any further, but I'm like you, you got to lock in or you got to leave. That's all I'm saying. Well, we're so, going yeah, like a few people ain't ain't listening. I'm like, well, at least on my side, people ain't listening. You, on the other hand, I don't know. They have spies, and I think they spy. But I think I'm good. So with that, how do we navigate our area, like our home area, like going out versus like getting to places? How are we navigating it? And again, it's not a zombie apocalypse. It's like a Fallout type apocalypse for listeners. Okay, so how do we navigate it? Uh. So, yeah, like, I'm basically in a neighborhood. So, so like, for me, I could start, like, scavenging uh, already. Uh, start just gathering some more resources on top of the ones I already loaded up. Uh, of course, I have, like, two vehicles full of gas. And then I have, like, extra canteens of gasoline. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for situations like this, I, I, I am set for driving for, like, a few for for a good few and matter of fact it's even better because of the fact that i can literally use one vehicle to pull the other one without using any gas for the other one so if one goes out i got the backup one and we just we just keep it moving all right so here's where again i, I like this because it's just a freestyle i'm trying to you're talking it i'm trying we're just working it through workshopping what if you're getting chased and you have that one attached to you like, it's just like, boom, all of a sudden you're getting chased other secondary uh, vehicles attached to your first one. So wrecking ball, wrecking ball style. <laughs> Listen, if the second one going to have to go, you you know what that second one becomes? It becomes a fireball. 
Ooh. <laughs> I'm, Ooh, okay, yes. Yeah, we whipping it. And because it's it's still got gasoline in there, kaboom. Okay. Kaboom. Uh, it, that's that's basically the last resort plan. Mm-hmm. But that's 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 the last resort. Like I I I won't I don't want it to get to that point, but I'm more than prepared for if it gets to that point. So are you think you you think you're gonna be like in a home type situation or a, like a building for a living uh situations? Mm, so so in this case, like so so I've thought about this a lot. Uh mm-hmm. in terms of like, oh, where would I want to like hold up, shack up at, right? And I know other people are thinking the same thing, like when it comes to these areas. So for example, a Walmart a, a Sam's Club, all of that, Kroger, all of that, just just forget about it. Just forget about it. Like I can go and scavenge what I can because I I'm already locked in. I'm already going, and I I'll just get to those places first. Uh, and like I know, like a lot of these hole in the wall places, like I'll go to a G- Dollar General if I if I need to, just just get what I get what I need and then dip because I know other people are gonna do the same thing. As far as where I'm going to hold up at, I got to hold up at a place that no one's going to typically think of when they think of like safety, when they think of just like, all right, holding up with supplies and everything like that. Have you heard of this little known place called Academy? The right stuff for the low price. Interesting. So that's what that's one of my checkpoints. Again, I have multiple places to go to. I like that because you have you have weaponry, like unique weaponry. You have armor. Yep. Two, a lot of clothing, so you can switch out if you need it. Again, and then you can scavenge for food as needed. Yep. And then don't forget, there's also camping gear. Mm, that's a good. So point. in case I need to be out, I can get stuff to where I can hold up outside. I can get stuff to like just shack up, maybe even like in an abandoned building where I need to. Or I could even just go in and like, oh, yeah, I need to make a fire. Uh, Oh, yeah, look, we got this and we got that. All right. And we just uh, there we go. I'm all set. That's a good one. Yeah, that's that's a good place. That's a good place. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Oh, see, that was a good point. See, I. I'm tempted to do like a isolated gated community. The only problem is, is like what I mentioned, if you're isolated and like someone's like, oh, me and my crew are going to take over this gated community. But the thing is, I, I want to be like Bill from The Last of Us. And it's like you set the traps up, um, home alone type situation. But thing is, I have to be able to like manage it myself. So like if I'm with people, um, those first initial houses are going to be like, you know, not guard houses, but like trap houses, where it's not not th- people that are listening, not drug trap houses, but houses that set off traps and stuff like that, where it's like monitoring it. And it's like it's our first, you know, level of defense. So I'm going to be deeper in the back with it. Um, we don't have castles here. That's more of a European thing, but that would be dope as well. Um, Ma- imagine I'm overseas when it happens, too. It's like, oh, let's get the- let's get to the castle. Yes. Just so I definitely want to be in a place that's one hard to find, two hard to access. Um, so that's kind of going to be mine. 
Oh man, you're right. Like Targets, Walmarts, those are places that you have to hit up day one, but it's going to be crazy. So you know you got to be locked in for it. Yeah, so even day zero. <laughs> well, yes, yes, day zero, you have to hit it up, but you have to understand everyone in this scenario is going to be there. Well, in the type of like, in terms of a like zombie attack, everyone would definitely be there. And it's like you have to survive. But in terms of like an attack like the one we're talking about, like Fallout, people are going to be sh in shock. And they're going to be like, oh, what's next? And like, oh, you know, the government is still going to get things in place. But you have to understand if things are about to collapse. So you kind of have to be able to act out of that shock. Oh, and one thing, like when we mentioned lock-in, this is like the toughest thing that people kind of have to understand. You don't necessarily have to be a monster, but you got to understand you are not playing by the same rules anymore. Yeah, when I'm saying like when it comes down to it, like when it comes to societal norms and everything like that, it is wraps for my normal mentality. Like you say, I don't have to be a monster. I'm saying it's every man for himself. I'm literally looking at it in terms of in a very cynical point of view is like everybody's out to everybody's out to stab me in the back. I need to get mines. I just need to make sure I'm alive to see the next day and see the end of it all. So see, yeah, everybody see, I, else. I'm not saying you have to be like Tweety Bird when he would, uh, you know, take off Sylvester's fingers and Sylvester would drop from a cliff, but you kind of have to be like Road Runner, where it's just like, like everyone in your, you know, scenario is Wiley Coyote. And it's like, I gotta, I gotta get mine. So, like, in my way of making sure nobody stabs me in the back is I stab them first. Uh, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm not purely like that unless you get me to like that. All right. So we got that navigation. So, Again, food, water initially, and then what do you do later on? Okay, for initially, I grab what I can out of out of out of my living scenario. Then, as I mentioned, on day zero, I'm scavenging like wherever I need to, mm -hmm. and then I'm just I just take what I can and what I have, and then I just dip. As far as like getting more resources on top of that, I I know ways of like purifying water i know ways of hunting so let's come to shove i will uh i will go out there like our our caveman ancestors <laughs> i know how to make a fire i will live awesome right, so, so if i mentioned spots to hit up what spots do we kind of need to avoid i feel like you can't get on the highway like at all because like people are on like there are tollways here that you know you can kind of pay in this type of scenario, there are tolls that you have to pay or you're going to get shot, you know? Uh, it's called uh, the back streets. It's called the uh, the the uh, the wildlands. It's called dirt roads. The, okay. And because off I got it. Yep. Going <laughs> off the road. Because I got a truck, I can hit up all those terrain. I just need to make sure like, all right, I know like I'm all right. So the lake is going to be like over there. So I need to make sure I'm not anywhere near that location so I don't drive myself into a lake. All right. Mm -hmm. But but even still, it's just like just making sure I don't go on highways. Yeah, that's number one. Number two, again, I say like a crowded populated city because traffic out the wazoo and then uh, sundown towns because they still they still going to be trying to be active. 
oh, you think it was bad then? It's like, oh, yeah. they still going to be active. In fact, they may even be worse because they ain't no laws anymore. Exactly. What you doing when coming out? Be like, what you doing in my town, boy? I All I have to hear is just that word boy. And then uh, I just understand everybody here needs to go. But that's too many resources off my back to kill them all. So you got to go to the upper room. <laughs> that's where they got to get sent. Oh, no, it ain't the upper room they going to. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yes. But yeah, all right, so, so like I can't. So yeah, you can't go like basically where every, where you think everybody is going to go, they are definitely gonna go there. So stadiums, absolutely not. Um, because we live in a big city, can't do that because everyone's gonna try to live at a stadium. That's just gonna be chaos, and that's gonna be a main central hub for uh, the gangs, um, or whoever takes over the territories and stuff like that. You good? Uh, I just thought something crazy. What's up, Joel Osteen? Uh, that's a good point actually i feel like a lot of people would go there but yeah that, that might turn into something else though what'd you say <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gonna yeah it's gonna turn all right i'm actually thinking maybe a library that would be a nice place to have because they're like people are gonna be like why would i go to a place with books but you know you have a lot of places where you can hide one um not necessarily a lot of people are going to be there. I believe they have emergency backup lights. If anything is still going to have like power or like access to the internet, definitely would be a library. Um, so it would depend on the kind of library, but definitely, yeah. Yeah, that's some I really that you just reminded me of because of the fact that like when it comes to the libraries that I think of, there's like the one that's there's the two that are nearest me, and they're like super small. Uh, so like I immediately just discounted it uh, outright, but yeah, that's actually a great point as well. Uh, but even then, if it's small, like no one's gonna again go, so you can use that as like, if not a stronghold, like a black house site. Yeah, yeah, that could be a uh, oh, that could be a checkpoint. That could be a checkpoint. yes, yes. Yeah, there's that. Uh, also, as you mentioned, like if you're doing that, schools as well. But then again, I feel like schools people are gonna congregate at schools. Mm. oh yeah we've seen it like walking dead they've done it two times like with schools orphanages any type of hospitals yeah hospitals churches just yeah just just get those out of here hey what else Uh, armories do not go to an armory unless unless you like that don't go to an armory well, you think I hit up first? <laughs> you gotta go first. But other than that, uh, so like Bass Pro Sports. Ooh, I feel like that would be a good one if you could hold it, because it would have kind of the same thing as Academy. But you know, yeah. Hey, 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 hey. What you think about Bucky's? <laughs> oh, that's that's a good one. That's a good one because it's also isolated. Yep. But the only issue is if gas is still pumping, people are gonna try to use that. So. And if they see the lights are on, and then obviously food, they'll try to come in. Yeah, it'll be wrapped. It'll be wrapped for there. Um, trying to think where else would you possibly go? Cause- like many, like small drugstores or places that you would have to go, in my opinion. Not the bigger ones, but small ones. Yeah, very small ones. Uh, <clears throat> like if you <clears throat> any like fast food restaurant again, you have to do that like first, like one of the mm-hmm. first places you got to go to get. Food. I feel like a bank would be a good place for safety because money, well. 
at the vault after the initial fallout because like people are going to try to get their money and stuff like that and rob it but after the initial fallout it's going to be very secure yeah because like there's not many ways people are going to like break into the vault and then money is going to be kind of useless to an after an extent so oh no it's still going to be useful for firewood <laughs> yes or twisted, twisted metal <laughs> it's like Hey, cool 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 so what time are you moving though because i'm thinking dawn or like because obviously you know us being black we can kind of you know blend into our surroundings <laughs> but um late at night midnight early what's when are we moving so if the thing happens i'm leaving immediately uh doesn't matter what time of day but oh we're past day zero i'm assuming we're okay 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 so we're, we're, we're just entrenched we're we're just in here now. Yeah, we're in the big questions now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. At night is probably the easiest for us. Uh, I'll probably have me some, um, you know, some night vision goggles, you know, just just to be sure, just to be sure, just to kill myself, because that's why I, I hit up uh, the, the Academy and the Sporting Goods place first. Portable chargers, batteries, and chargers. So, solar as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we got to get. Yep. Fortunately, I already own two of them, so I'm good on the solar charger. So I'm good there. Um, like the phone will, pro- will, well, the phone towers they'll be gone by like day two or three. Yeah, they'll be gone by a week at max. So most of the time, pretty much just, probably gonna be my entertainment for a little bit. That's true. At least because you're gonna need something to keep you kind of sane throughout the entire yes. deal and not become a complete and total abomination to humanity that I want a library. <laughs> yes, yes, a library too, a library too. So, so yeah, what time are you moving? I'm moving at like, I'm moving after sundown. Okay. Like, well, I'll say like roughly like 2, 3 a.m. Yeah, oh, the, quiet, the quiet hours. Yeah, the quiet hours when people should be asleep. I'm with you on that, so... Definitely, because I mean, you're not doing anything so you can get your sleep the right way. So with that, a big question that I think we've kind of answered. How savage will you become? I already answered that question. <laughs> I already told you, like, bodies will be on. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> and I let those bodies hit the floor. If you come after me or my peoples. It's wraps. If you come after my resources, it's wraps. Will I kick a baby? If I kick a grown child in the in the stomach because they took they're taking the last uh, bag of chips? Yes. Yes, I would. And I'm going to make sure that there's no traces of me there. You're not going to know it was me because I'm leaving no witnesses. I'm moving different. I think you just got on the list. Man. A list to watch. Look. Hey, it won't matter if I'm on the list <laughs> when the apocalypse happens. This is true. This is true. Yeah, so I think we both kind of answered that. I will I will get in my bag if I need to. That's that's the best way I can put it. I just go with my gut. So and my gut's primarily telling me you an op, so uh, it's gonna be raps. All right, so kind of with that uh, outside of just like you know battling back, but like let's say you have to navigate around a stronghold. What's kind of like your technique, your plan for it? Um, if or if they're coming trying to invade, like what's the be quiet you know scenario that you're playing out? 
All right. So, okay, I'm going to tackle this in two ways. The first one is the storming the stronghold. The second one is is basically everybody coming for me. Mm-hmm. If I'm going for a stronghold, right, I am full stealth. Like, like I will lockpick my way into certain places. I will scope out the locations, find any, like, breach points, any weaknesses that I can exploit to get in. I go in, I'm crouched, knife in one hand, a a, a bag of chloroform in the other. <laughs> nah, nah, because no, no flashlights, no flashlights, because that's a... Oh, no, I have the, you know, the Call of Duty uh, hand. Oh, yeah. That's my yeah. combo. See, see, I would do that, right? But the thing is about the gun is that the handgun is the fact that it's loud. Silencer. Are we going to be able to get silencers? As they say in the song that I really love, OG Bobby Johnson, potato on the barrel, be quiet. Oh, and you also said you would hit up an armory for on day zero. I mean, you're right, but I'm I'm t- listen, I'm taking everything out. Uh, That's yeah. So, yeah, I'm doing that and I'm just like sneaking my way through. If anybody catches me. I sure hope you signed a will. Uh, <laughs> and then just, just taking people out left and right t- till I get what I need and then I'm out. Now, and then if anybody wants to come after me sideways, that's where I pull out the thing that I got from the armory. I got this RPG rig. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Bruh, bruh, imagine, imagine I just have it like in a crow's nest. I just like... All right. Oh, okay, Rambo. <laughs> yep, but uh, but nah, but uh, but yeah, that's how I do it in a stealth capacity. In terms of everybody coming after me again, I'm getting out of dodge because I'm I'm just gonna take out as many people as I can in the most stealthy way I can. But I'm gonna be be leaving because and the only way that like, well, if they come at me at night, then it's already wraps for them, like. You you done messed up by coming at night against me, um, because I'm already used to dark. I was born in the darkness, uh, but if you're coming at me in the daytime and I know like all right, there's gonna be all right. So I know that these people are all over here. I'm setting off bombs or traps like in certain locations to where like all right, they gonna come at come at me like in these locations. They're probably gonna be shocked and whatnot, and I'm telling it in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm still stealthing my way out, taking out as many people as I can, and then I'm gone. Yeah, for the first, well, the second scenario, like, with people coming, I, I'm having at least, depending on where it is, every room needs an exit um, or an exit strategy to get to, like, the next place. So, like, if that includes, like, oh, this room doesn't have a window, but the room next to it has a window, we're cutting a hole in the wall between the two so we can race through and hide and stuff like that, or, like, attics and, like, um, f- underneath floorboards and stuff like that. So that's going to have it. And then like, dis- again, Home Alone, the system where it's like distractions everywhere, not necessarily bombs because I, w- I would be the idiot that blows himself up. But um, but just like, you know, oh, this activates a tape recorder and it's like, oh, people running and stuff like that. So it's like a lot of subterfuge in my uh, case. So going with that, what type of weaponry and I mentioned depending on the apocalypse. So this is the apocalypse with humans. Obviously, we th- we're throwing out, you know, because obviously guns, you know, you're going to have resources for bullets. What else? Okay, so 
we got those right. We also you're also gonna need weapon like blunt weaponry and then cutting weaponry. So with that, right, besides the handguns and all and the rifles and whatnot, I will have myself like at least a couple bowie knives because reliable, durable, strong, and can slice slice a fool up. As much as I would like to say I want a katana with me, the thing about katanas are super high maintenance and if you're not wielding it properly, easy to shatter. Especially like depending on the op. With that as the case, I'll go with an axe. Because it also has a double utility of chopping down wood. So axe, easy. A jackhammer, or I mean a sledgehammer, nice for following like over like certain uh, you know, barricades. It'll be useful for for kneecaps. Useful for a lot of things. But as you can tell, like I like to keep it like sm- like semi-smallish, compact. It's where I can knock somebody into the next dimension. Did you say regular hammer or sledgehammer? Sledge. See, the problem with the sledgehammer for me, for me, is that you have to carry it with two hands. For most of the stuff that I want to use, I kind of want to use uh, one hand and then have my other one free. Uh, that's that's you. A sledgehammer is bulky depending on how big it is. That's you. <laughs> I I haven't. I do not have that compunction. Okay, John Henry. Boom. <laughs> boom. A steel driving man. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. I'm wielding that sledgehammer as I would a regular hammer. Reverse grip, forward grip. You are getting hit. So to kind of try to land this plane, what's our ultimate goal beyond survival? Survive. <laughs> Literally, I'm just like, all right. Besides taking it day by day, I think like my ultimate goal is to essentially see as much as I want to say, like, I want to form a community as much as I want to say that there's always going to be snakes in the garden. Exactly. That's 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 the problem. I want to end up like Bill from Last of Us. You lived a happy life. Yeah. Lived a happy life. I, I'm I'm good. I was gated. I was safe, like lived a long life, lived a happy life. And if anybody tried to mess with my loved ones, then uh, I then I go back to my ruthless ways. That's good. I don't, see, for me, I don't think I would try to restore civilization. Nope. Because that's my place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that is too stressful. Um, and I, it's, yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, but yeah, maybe like closer to Bill, but a small community. But for me, I'm not going to be like a person that, oh, I'm taking the lead role. I'm operating like Donzo, and I know we we bash Donzo, but I am moving in the shadows, man. Um, operating behind the scenes. <laughs> I said Sasuke, at least like you you using Donzo is like, do do I have to? You said you was moving grimy too. Listen, I, I'm moving grimy, but at least I'm honest about moving grimy. I am upfront about moving. They know I got the shiesty mask on me. I gotta have my all blue black ops with me, man. <laughs> I I need I need spies beyond spies. So like definitely just kind of working with that. I will definitely be operating. But yeah, definitely just like a peaceful life. Bro, uh, um bro, imagine. Imagine like we're doing like two separate like missions, and then like one person from your community ends up coming to mine or vice versa. And then we just hear like, wait, hold on. Is that my is that my boy? <laughs> 
and we just like realized that we're basically we're about to invade each other. Oh my gosh! It is. See, then we form a pact. It's like, listen, we- listen, hey, hey, you gonna stab me in the back? Oh, you asking? I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying it up front. It's like, listen, you gonna stab me in the back? Look, man, you can be the third Hokage, and I will be Danto. <laughs> ah, you, you said the wrong word. Wrong Hokage. <laughs> Uh, Wait, okay. You can be the seventh Hokage, and I can be Shikamaru. I can roll with that. I'll just be like, all right, let's let's combine resources, let's combine heads. Um, and if if I sense any insurgency amongst anybody, just know, unlike the seventh Hokage, I'm gonna go out in the street. Well, somebody's gonna the disrespect. Somebody's gonna like just end up missing or in a bag. You'll know what happened. Nobody <laughs> else does. And then I'll just be like sound as actually I probably wouldn't be sleeping anyways. Nah, I I'd be moving too different to, to have sleep. We don't sleep anymore. Nah, my my body would be conditioned to one hour at the it's like, all right, let me just do this micro nap. All right, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Keep it pushing. Excellent. All right. Anything else with our apocalypse scenario that people need to know? Uh man. All you gotta say is if you join my community, just know that I value that you're useful, but just know that you are, you are killable at any moment. <laughs> that's, that's all I gotta say. You are killable at any moment. Uh, man, I'll, I'll go kind of the expendable route, but I will say that not e- you have to understand, like we mentioned up top, not everyone is going to be everyone who you like know now in this society and in these set of rules is not how they're going to be in this type of apocalypse. And you have to uh, react and respond accordingly if you want to survive. And you also can't. Yes. Oh, no, you keep going. And you can't bring everyone with you. Lock all the way in. And with that, we are going to get into our sponsor for the day. All right, so for today's sponsor, we have ourselves the the small urban town of Michelania. In this small town, it is a town consisting of a population of three. Now, the reason it's only a population of three is because it is a small community. You can only join if you have the skills and the resources useful to survive in the apocalypse but do know that if you are willing to betray any of the citizens of michelania your life is forfeit this is your disclaimer your warning and and your promise please don't join michelania today if you find it it won't be there in the morning nice so we are back and with that, we're getting into one of our favorite segments on the show, our random fan theory. And not only is it just a random fan theory, it is particularly horror inspired. So I will kick it off. Um, this one is kind of normal in a sense, but with it, one that I found is that Ash from the Evil Dead and actually army of darkness is a hallucination and a product of his insanity rather than an actual thing that happened essentially because it was saying from what i saw is that 
and Evil Dead 2, he goes crazy, well, essentially goes crazy. And then that creates Army of Darkness, which is his insanity route. And there's a tonal shift in the Evil Dead franchise where it switches more to comedy. Like we just saw like Evil Dead Rise and then the Evil Dead before that, kind of like the the soft reboot, if you will. Both of them were like gore to the to the maximum blood fest. Whereas with like every time I think of Ash and the Evil Dead, I know the first ones aren't like comedy, but whenever I think of it, it's always jokey to me. So with the Evil Dead franchise, like originally before the reboots were kind of like, oh, this is comedy, right? So that was the fan theory that I saw. Okay, nice, nice. All right, so me being the horror guy, I have a million and a half theories, but I'm going to share just this one today. All right, and this goes over the Scream franchise. Now, it's specifically in regards to the third one, Scream 3. Have you seen this one, that one? Yes. All right. So as we know, like Scream 3 is kind of like a big outlier in the entire Scream franchise, both yep. before and since. The main issue, like there have been a much, bunch of issues pertaining to the movie, but the primary one is the fact that there's only one killer in that movie, right? And and we know like it that killer was Roman. Now, the problem with that is... With the way it was filmed, right, it, it made it seem like it was really improbable at the max for Roman to do like a lot of the things he did in that film. So the the theory I pose is what if he wasn't working alone? There was a second killer the whole time. And there's a lot of credence to this theory, right? Because the original script of Scream 3 had a second killer. And it was actually Angela, who was like the main, who was the actress who was supposed to play Sydney in the fake stab movie based on the Scream franchise. I know that's a lot of talking points, but yeah. So essentially, like she would have been revealed to have been a secret killer. But in the main proper movie, she gets killed off. Uh, But how I see it is that the scenes where it where it basically makes it like very improbable at best for Roman to be a killer were like scenes where he's like still in regular disguise while somebody is getting harassed by Ghostface. Mm. So it makes it so like those scenes were still in the in the full movie and you're just like wait hold on. And there's also the fact like Angela she's like really shady throughout the film because mm. they made the decision for him being the sole killer very last minute. And they had already filmed like a bunch of the scenes making it so that he, that like it was two. Okay. What if it really was two? Angela really was the killer, but Roman kills her before it gets out. And that leads to the explanation as to why in Scream 6, Angela was not mentioned at all as like one of the killers of the movies. I mean, of like one of the ghost face killers. Because everybody else was mentioned, but not her. That's because she died before the information was revealed. That's a good one. That's a good one. Especially if it was intended originally for her to be that way. And they're just like, nah. So, and then, yeah, like you said, the scenes where he's normal and then Ghostface is appearing. And Ghostface is out here taking somebody else out at the same time. It's crazy. All right. So, yeah, that's, that's definitely interesting with that one. So... 
another segment that we're about to go to before we wrap up, one that we have not done in a while. Usually we reserve it for uh, trash movies, uh, but even for the Flash movie, we didn't even make it because it was not worth our time. <laughs> there was no saving it. <laughs> but this segment is called Make the Call. So in it, I become a movie exec, and then I usually call upon my boy Meech to kind of save us or create an idea that would be helpful. So with that, we're going to try and make our own new horror movie. All right, let's get it. All right, hello. Hello, is this the uh, the Rogue Jedi? I am him. This is the Fallen Shinigami. Uh, we've worked before on a lot of different projects together already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going? Where, where's my money at? We've done, we've done well. We're, you know, we're cashing the checks now that the strikes are over. Um, we also, you know, handed over the phone number of the the individual in question. So, uh, okay, good, good, good. We're, we're hoping that with the strike, writer strikes being over, that we can have your help again. You do know I was part writer. Well, now that it's over, that's what we need you for. Uh, we realized your talents, and we also saw how you wrote the entire Secret Invasion, the the good parts of it. Yeah, so what, what's up this time? All right, so we kind of need a new horror franchise. There's been a lot of good one-offs recently. Um, some of the spinoffs of the one-offs and sequels haven't been essentially great, but there have been some good, you know, bangers in horror. But we kind of, you know, a lot of fallen flat. But we need a one signature standout to kind of get us going for the next 20, 30 years. We need a new Friday the 13th, a new Halloween, a new Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, we were thinking, what could you possibly come up with? So you want a new serial killer franchise. That one I'm hearing. Essentially, yes. Something new, something special. Okay, okay. Something new, something fresh. All right, so I think I may have a couple ideas for you. So, of course, the draw of any serial killer movie is, of course, the killer himself. You have to make sure that the killer is terrifying and just terrifying, terrifying, terrifying. And one, one of the best ways you can do that is to invoke a little bit of H.P. Lovecraft's uh, idiom of fear of the unknown. The less you know about the killer, the better. And a lot of the great movies nowadays, they, they typically don't like to do that as much anymore, which is kind of crazy, uh, especially like as you tend to get further along in franchises. But uh, but we're not focused on on that right now. We're focusing on the initial one that is going to ensure people get in, get in there. You know what I'm saying? Um, So let's let's start off with the killer. Let's start off with like their origins and their gimmick. OK. Okay, so it's like really normal, like normal run of the mill where the killer is like, you know, humanoid or like you can human zombie supernatural entity or anything like that. I'm thinking, yeah, let's continue on with the supernatural killers because we do not get as much of that as anymore. Because think about it. Halloween. Well, it started off regular went supernatural and then went back to regular uh and now and then of course jason Voorhees, he he questionably supernatural from from the jump uh and then went full supernatural later now uh one of one of the like gr great things i have is a there are two things i want to take reference of there's a 
there's a video game out called Dead by Daylight, which is basically just a whole thing about serial killers, you know, hunting down survivors and anything like that. And there's one that I do want to pay attention, give like special attention to. It's called The Dredge. Now, The Dredge is an inhuman killer. And the origins of that is a very interesting where and this could this literally just sells its its own as a movie. And the fact it hadn't been done yet, it's kind of wild. Mm-hmm. So the story goes that there's this cult and like and in this cult, basically it tells about how they have to like beware, you know, be pure of heart and everything like that, you know, as any puritanical cult would do other Otherwise, they may incur the wrath of the dredge, the dredge being a an entity that will consume your soul and will like essentially you get amalgamated into its biology. And of course, word kept spreading around about the dredge. And of course, the stories keep getting told about it and the stories keep getting. And as the stories keep getting told about it, the the legend and the fear of the dredge keeps rising up and keeps rising up. And originally, it was just made up by the cult leader as as just a way to keep his his subjects in line. But eventually, it got to be a bit too much as the collective fear overtakes the entire puritanical cult. And as like the word keeps spreading out, the dredge becomes an actual entity and the dredge does exactly what it what it was essentially set out to do to punish and murder all who are deemed impure and incorporate it to its own biomass to become even more horrifying. Why don't we, why don't we take that synopsis and just flesh it out just a little bit more as its own movie. And we can like even make it questionable if the dredge actually existed in the first place, or if it was just, a collective mass mass hallucination and all the deaths were just the result of the cult itself losing their collective minds and collectively killing someone using the dredge as kind of the identity that that sounds like heat and can we play with the the meaning of impure oh yes yes we can because you know you know what it means. Uh, so essentially, like, you know, impure behavior uh, any, or just anything that the cult leader deems would be that deems would essentially make it so that the person would like could leave the cult or like be free from the brainwashing. It's like, oh, no, that person's impure. Oh, oh no, no. This thing's impure. Like, oh, oh no, no. The cell phone is cell phones are impure, or mag- so the Amish. Yes, very much so. Ooh. You can make it, and that's the best part about it. It can be set in any time period. You can make it to where it's either the Amish. It can make it like a puritanical uh type of deal that can be set either in the Victorian era, in the like late. 60s 70s era it could even be set in modern day a la the village nice i like that we will draft up a contract right now to get you to sign what what's your cost you you already know my cost my cost is at least uh um a billy and the royalties all right that's that's light work uh so we'll get that drafted send it your way so thanks a lot for your help yep no problem
All right. So ending that, I oh, I, I love that idea. I, now someone's going to steal it. Uh, just just get the Sue papers ready since you're the lawyer. So we'll, we'll we'll benefit off of that. They've been they've been drafted this entire time. <laughs> nice. All right. So with that, we are going to get into our recommendations. Meech, what do you have? All right. So if you want to get into the apocalypse feel, right, you can watch movies such as Mad Max, Mad Max Fury Road. You can watch Twisted Metal, the series, and and another one that I always love to go back to. And it's less of a thing you can watch and more of a thing you experience, the Fallout franchise. Mm. Starting from three. I mean, you can play one and two, but they're like more of the point and click style. If that's your cup of tea, you go with that. But if you're more interested in the more RPG aspects and you want like actual take control of your characters, start from three all the way up to four. I don't know what 76 was doing, but uh, but three, New Vegas and four are the peak. And that's my recommendations. Uh, for me, this technically isn't an apocalypse movie, but it's close enough. But something that came out recently called The Creator. Um, so that's out in theaters still. Um, it's a really good movie, kind of deals with AI type apocalypse in a sense. So with that, I that was a really good movie. Oh, Terminator. Terminator definitely it's it's close enough, but Terminator one, Terminator two, which is one of the best movies of all time. Shame that they didn't make any more. I know what happened. <laughs> so definitely anything like that uh, type of apocalypse. So with that, we can get into our plugs and get up out of here. Oh, yeah. So, of course, for our we have our Instagram, our ex formerly known as Twitter and our threads account under Blurred City uh, 22. Like, comment, subscribe and uh, get yourself up to date on all type of uh, all the shenanigans we have releasing. Then we have ourselves our discord linked in our Instagram page. Also have our YouTube and Patreon under Blurred City Pod. If you want to donate a little cheddar for the Patreon, you get your self-access to very exclusive episodes like our character analysis of Nagato Uzumaki, aka Pain, aka the greatest villain. Don't at me. Uh then we got ourselves our uh email address, blurredcity22 at gmail.com. That's where you can join a fine community of degenerates in and you can also be able to send like your random fan theories. You can send send your uh your geek out freakouts, questions, episode suggestions, and all that good jazz. Remember, blurredcity twenty two at gmail.com. Then finally, I am the Jedi Ronin on TikTok. However long we got TikTok left, which may ducktail into its own channel and other type of shenanigans. So, what you got? Uh, for my individual author pages, we have my Instagram, Sumitri underscore dash. That is M-E-T-R-I underscore D-A-S-H. For my X last Twitter, that is at the Mad Dash 16. And if you're interested in my book, Phantom Pains and Most Regular Tell, you can catch that on Amazon or Kindle. As of this recording, I should, well, as of the time of this episode, I should be done with my secondary kind of final edits going into formatting. So we are on track dropping 2024 early uh in the year so that that's ideal now in this episode we did throw a lot of strays to a lot of different people and cities and states we kind of don't care but we will leave you with words of encouragement 
All right. So my words of encouragement is that uh, when it comes to an apocalypse scenario, um, you may think that love is going to conquer all. It won't. Uh, but you know what will conquer all? Locking in. If you if you lock in, you know what you have to do and you will be willing to do it. Uh, you will not be Kylo Ren and will not be uh, out here second guessing yourself. Lock in, folks. Do what you have to and and forget the consequences because there won't be any. What you got? I can't say it any better than myself. Uh, so lock in, fellas and people. So with that, um, it's not goodbye forever. So it's goodbye for now. And that's the Blurred City Podcast. See ya later.